Hey, this is Evie. And this is Chantel. And, and this, this is, is Married to PTSD. PTSD. Hello. Once again, in case you guys forgot our voices because it's been so long, um, busy lives. I it's know. summertime, middle of summer. I know. People are vacationing. We've got sports. It's, oh, it's hard. Um, it's been rough to get together. Always. Always has it been. This year has been, like the first year Fast. was really good. Yeah. But the second year was rough. I know. But we had, um, oh, and I took on another job. So now <laughs> I do, I work for a trash company. I manage three properties and the photo booth. Right. And I have 35 kids. Right. And the whole husband's like another kid. I did summer school. I'll never do it again. Oh my gosh. No? No. You didn't? Is this your first I had time? It, no, I hadn't oh. done it in nine years. <laughs> okay, let's do break this down though. Because it was a four-week summer school, and you did how many weeks of this? Two. Oh. Two weeks of you-know-what. <laughs> it was bad. There was just so many kids. It was great, but I will, it's not for me. And then this next job, or this next um, year, you were no longer going to be a first-grade teacher. Nope, I'm moving up in the world. Moving up to? Fifth. I needed, I needed oh. older. I needed a diff- different curriculum. Fifteen years of one is yeah, I plenty. Would, yeah, that's probably... I mean, I'm not happy, and I'm mad at you, because um, you guys do know that Evie was the teacher to my first three children, and now she hates the fourth one, I guess. <laughs> do you know, I love that one. <sighs> so, she is no longer... Oh, you know what I did do, though? And you know another person I don't like? Miss Moore? You want to know why? Because she's retiring. Because she's retiring. So, I'm <laughs> praying that Logan has her, You know we're related? We're like... No. Wait, I did. Cousins. Yeah. Wait. We, we yes. To- yeah. That's crazy. So, so I need to figure out, though, how how to get Logan in that class because I, I love her. I know. Everybody loves her. She's good. Anyways, that's a breakdown of us. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and there's so many other things that we could probably talk about, but, like, I don't even know where we left off. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I will say um, my... Married to PTSD has been trying extremely hard at being aware of what is like his triggers are or how he's feeling and what's leading up to it. Because normally about July, we have an episode, like a monstrous, Mm -hmm. horrible episode, because that's about the point where I've been home for the summer. And And it's just different. We're out of routine, yeah. and it's about all he can take is about July. So, but because he is doing um, such a good job at just kind of being in tune with his emotions, it makes me be able to talk about it. So I don't know when I can talk about it with him, he might not listen that second. But I feel like he does come back later with the information. So, with that being said, like, he was um, about to lose it. We went to this ice cream place that's known here, and it was, like, 500 people standing in line. Oh, rough. And he was already, like, through the roof with anxiety. And I was like... Did you guys have Ridge? Which is their No. Oh. He did not have a service dog, because okay. we weren't planning on this stop. Right, right, right. So there it was already bad. And so I was just like, oh my gosh. And But because I feel comfortable enough to talk to him without getting my head bit off now, he was like, we'll just get through this. And I said, no, we are having a horrible time right now because we're feeding off your energy. Mm-hmm. You being like this doesn't just affect you. Right. I was like, do you see us? Like we're on eggshells. Yeah. 
And so it was just really cool. Like another vet noticed him and came in and swooped him up. And it was really, it was just awesome because he just had to disengage from it. Aww. And so I was like, oh, okay. Did somebody else noticed it? Well, yeah. And there people are kind of like, hey. Like, wait, wait, what do you say that he was? We, like- were, we were there to meet friends. And one of them kind of knew. Oh, okay. And they were like, is he okay? Because he immediately yeah. went to a pillar and put his back on it. And I'm like, no. Back in the day, I would have been like, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, everything's yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we're having a moment. He's. Um, just not comfortable with all these people. And so I was honest so that people knew what was going on and they were able to help. Like, I just can't, um, like, Josh, I don't know if we're there. I don't know. I don't know if he would be okay with me. Well, no, I don't think so because we had, a friend had came over to pick up his daughter a few weeks ago and we were on... FaceTime with, because we're still doing all of that, um, trying to fight the 100% or 90% and trying to get 100. And so we were on FaceTime with one of the PTSD doctors. And so, but this doctor, oh my gosh, Evie, like you would have died. This doctor, so as via Zoom and just talking about how um, basically all of Josh's issues, three deployments and he was shot, mm-hmm. all of his issues has stemmed from not having a dad that he had daddy issues and we're like what is happening and so like whenever the guy came to pick up his kid I was like Josh is about to lose it do you see him and he's like he was pissed that I said anything I do think there was a legit PTSD prior to military oh I'm sure because I feel like the more guys are open this is just even like at the canine um service dog classes uh, I feel like there was several that, I mean, most have PTSD from before the military and then they get it again and it intensifies it yeah. after the military. So but I'm not going to say he has daddy right. issues at all. Well, and I don't think, cause Josh, that's all he's ever known was not to have yeah. a dad. So it's not like his dad is there and then he left. Right. And so. So you mentioned it. How did that go? He was, oh my gosh. Was it, he kind of like, don't tell my business. Uh, oh yeah. Like afterwards he's like. Like, as soon as, I don't even know, maybe we got off the thing, off the call or something. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, I don't need them to know my business. And I was like, who, I'm a freaking podcast about your business, Josh. Like, what are you talking about? It's not a secret, maybe just like in front of you or your face. I think with anything you become that, all of a sudden you're vulnerable. Oh, yeah, I guess. But, so we've been doing, okay, so back in, well, two years ago in June, we started this whole process with the lawyers and stuff and trying to fight the whole pod, or the podcast. Fight the podcast. Fight the podcast. But fight um, the whole... The rating. The rating, yeah. And so um, in April, I think they put another claim through, but it, they're still going through it. So the last two weeks, we had our... Like the CMP exams. Mm-hmm. And so the first one was... Um, so now we've had two PTSD via Zooms. Mm-hmm. And the first one was through the lawyer, and she was amazing. Like, she was, like, on like understood what we were saying and all that stuff. And then the second guy, he completely was just like, mm, yeah, this is all dad stuff. Like, like, what are you talking? Like, was your dad around? So as soon as you said no, then he's like, oh, okay, well. And then like, so he's asking Josh, he's like, um, before, like when he was 18, when he got in the military, he's like, so did you smoke weed? Did you drink at all? Uh, mm-hmm. No. Okay. So, and then like if Josh was kind of like, I mean, not really. He's like, I mean, you probably need to be honest with me. And we're like, what is happening? So as I'm, as we're talking to him. Oh, you can't get in the military if you did. Well, like if you tested positive, yeah. But I mean, no, you can't. But, um, so I'm like, 
as we're talking to this guy on FaceTime, I'm like on my phone, on the DL, texting the first psychologist that we mm -hmm. met with. And I was like, this guy is just like only saying that it's daddy issues. And she's like, are you serious? She's like, what the heck? Where is he from? And I was telling her. And she's like, yeah, I don't mess with that company at all. And I was like. Oh, great. Uh, so, but Welcome I know to the that VA. she did though. So we got, all right. So I guess the paperwork that we get from the, like the lawyers, like those doctor appointments, they will let us have access to those. Yeah. So we got to read her thing. Mm -hmm. He has 50% PTSD mm -hmm. on like currently. And she, on her paper, suggested him to go up to 70%. And then, um, like physical wise with all the things that he has instead of having a, like an actual CMP exam for that physically they basically give all of his health records to a outside doctor mm -hmm. and then he reads through them and then kind of puts in his information and then so he but he doesn't physically see Josh yes. which I don't understand that um but he had asked for him to get up to 30 more percent or mm -hmm. whatever it was which still, with all that VA math, I still don't think that that end is no. Equally. I know I you're like that it. equals a hundred. Uh, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And so we need to figure out that stuff. But then, so then we had that second PTSD one Zoom with Daddy Issue Guy. Um, but w that, and then last week we went to Columbia for his physical CMP, and the doctor was amazing. Like from head to toe, she checked him over. She mm -hmm. was like very and she she's the one that was by the VA so you like I feel like they're on the VA side not wanting to give money yeah or like a percentage or whatever and so but she was very much like yeah I get it like this is rough blah 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 so I'm looking forward to seeing her information as well but Evie and I just talked about this I didn't know that like okay so with the from the lawyers, we get the information because we basically paid for it. But if it's through the if it's issued through the VA, we don't get access to those medical records. Like you have to request them, and not only request them, but you have to do a letter. You can't email, or you have to do in person or fax. Which I don't understand the difference. That's like between. regular though. That's like if you want to go to the hospital it's for yours. I no, I stealing people's medical information. <laughs> it's so, but then it has to be like a wet signature, is what the lady said. Oh. So I was like, what is that? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, that's just for your security, though. That's just if I want to go down to the hospital and get my own, too. I don't like it. I don't either. So. <laughs> Makes it inconvenient. Yeah, well, I want, but I want to see what those two doctors said. So that way we can just kind of, you know, know. Well, yeah, and with that, Randy's been, um. He does his, with the talks to his psychiatrist and stuff. And he's like on, I think, his fourth or fifth one. They keep like yeah, quitting or retiring. And I'm like, I was oh, saying the same thing to our people, that CMP lady, that um, the, when that was doing the physical exam. Because I was like, because I guess I didn't know. One thing I did not know is when we switch doctors, they basically just know what you tell them the first time. Yeah. They don't read through your, med like your records most times. So, like, our doctor, or Josh's new doctor, had no idea that he was even shot until we had to tell him. Yeah. He was like, wait, what? You have to be your own advocate, I'm telling what you. Or you? call in the advocates. We've done that many times. Oh, my gosh. The it's... VA has an office just for advocates. And you walk in. I need to 
I need to figure it out. I well, don't think people utilize those enough. And there's an office. There is an advocate in the building. In what? Like in the hospital? Yeah. I need to figure it out. Well, maybe whenever we go, I'm trying to, I'm going to look up now, like when our next, because I think we have an appointment next week, but I want to see where it's at. Because if it's at the VA in Columbia, then I'm going there and I'm taking the stupid request it form. Is. Yeah, you can. Okay. And then I'm going to try to get those. You can get everything done there. It's like a one-stop shop. I like it. Um, okay. And then also, uh, shout out to one of Randy's friends. Um, he's taking him fishing Tuesday because that is the 10-year anniversary of when he was blown up. That's like, his live date? I think the second time no. he was blown up. He's been blown up a couple times. Did you? I did. So what? What's the date? On Tuesday. Uh, so what? The 19th? Yeah. Josh's alive date is next weekend. Really? Yeah. Like the day that he was shot. So this is like the big marker. So he, and he was able to reach out and be like, I really need uh, I someone. It. And I was like, yes. See, and I don't think that Josh, cause he's never been one for like dates. Doesn't give a shit about holidays, nothing. Like, so I don't even know if this would even like affect him. Like knowing. Yeah. Like I could text him right now and be like, Hey, do you know your live dates next week? And he'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> cause what is, so he. Yeah. It affects people differently. It's so he was shot in two thousand eight. So it's fourteen. Fourteen years. years. So next year is a big year. Watch. 15. Okay. So guys, you guys are gonna be on board with this. I'm going to message and say, um, did you know your alive date for fourteen years of being shot is next weekend? And we'll see what his response is. I bet he's gonna be like, and. <laughs> Like, he's just not going to care. <laughs> okay, while she's waiting for that yeah. response, which I'm sure will come quickly, uh, we're going to read some emails that we've gotten. And oh. we're so behind on. I know. So Sorry. this first one up that we're calling R&R, and I'm just going to read it. Do it. And I might talk through it. Um, <laughs> it says, hi, mom of four here, married to a double purple heart combat vet with PTSD and TBI. Came across your podcast last night after my vet had a random anger outburst, which led to a worse than normal fight, which led to him falling asleep in his cabinet shop. We live in the country and I heard a gunshot and I ran outside to make sure he was still alive. He was sleeping, thank God, but I just had a breakdown in my closet after that and I started searching for an outlet and found your podcast. I've been listening since, just wanted to reach out and say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Aw, you're welcome. We have mostly good days. I can relate to that. Um, Now, in this season. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was like years Mm -hmm. (laughs) of bad, but mostly good days. Um, The state of the government has intensified his anger, but I've never given up on him. Um, hearing your words helped me feel seen for once in my 10 year relationship with him. I truly felt seen the way you described the outburst of anger, um, is my life. Yes. I know that one. Mm -hmm. Our first five years were awful. Ugh, girl, I know. Um, through our faith, we've grown and are stronger than ever, but it always, but it's always hard when they have an outburst out of nowhere and there's no end in sight. We haven't spoken more than 10 words in the last 12 hours, but honestly, just listening to the podcast has been such a help for me. It's giving me even more compassion for him, and I'm able to hold back from wanting to talk it out with him, at least until this episode passes. I'm rambling, but I just wanted to say what you did, the podcast, it matters and it helps. Thanks, R&R. 
oh gosh, I know that one. Um, because I'm like, let's talk it out and get through this right now. And that is just not the angry outburst military person. It's like, let them be, or it's going to make it worse. Man, that took me years to figure out if you, I mean, it should have taken me two, two episodes to figure out. (laughs) Oh, like, no, like like two, two outburst episodes. And you think I would have been like, Oh, he needs time to process. Isn't it funny? Like I heard it as like two like podcast episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I needed two episodes in to figure it out. We have this. 10 years ago when we needed it. So, yeah, I know that one. And so now I do truly try to give him space. And that really does help. But we did have a small, I don't even, it's not even PTSD related. I mean, married people can just argue. Oh, right. And so uh, my number one thing is because when he used to have these horrible outbursts, it would be in the car. And I cannot handle that. And I've told him that. So ever since I was honest with him, I was like, you cannot have angry episodes in the car. Because I can't get out. Can't I can't get away yeah. from him. Yeah. I can't do anything. And so the other day kind of like had a lashing out. But it wasn't super bad. It was just two married people having a disagreement right. about driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I just got really quiet. I didn't want him to talk to me. And it passed very very quickly. But that was like the one spot I do not like. Yeah. Confrontation because I can't get out of it. Right. There's nothing I can do. So, yes, um, the angry outbursts are the worst just because they say the worst things they can think of. It takes a strong person to sit there and go, That is, I know you're not talking about me. (laughs) That is not me or my worth. So, hang in there, R&R. Hopefully, our podcasts help you and other women are going through the same thing. When you're truly honest and and your your vet is honest, I think healing can start to happen. I know that's my story. Yeah. We didn't heal until we got honest about it. All right. So, we've got another one called... B-Call. B-Call. Be call. I feel like. Well, maybe we can rename her after. I don't know. I don't remember this one. Okay, be call. She says, "Hey guys, I just wanted to start off by saying your podcast has been such a blessing. I think what you are doing is absolutely amazing. I'm looking for a little bit of direction in my relationship. What? Oh. Wait, hold on. Pause. Pause it. Pause. We forgot to R and R. I think R&R. you have a Facebook. You put okay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Listen. Okay. So one of the things because. Life is so crazy for us and we get emails and then, you know, they want to follow up with the Facebook and 100% thank you because otherwise if I'm reading this at night and I forget and I don't respond, like I'm totally cool with you sending in Facebook. So R&R had messaged um, a few weeks after she had sent the email and we didn't get back to her. Um, She said, hey, I found your podcast and I absolutely love it. For the first time in 10, and I, I bawled when I read this and I don't cry at all. And then, um, Olivia was like, my 12 year old was like, what's going on? And I, she read it. And then she's like, I, I just got, I gave myself goose pimples. Well, read (laughs) Um, it. I want to know what caused you to bawl. Okay. Um, she said, I found your podcast and I absolutely love it. For the first time in 10 years, I feel seen. It's easy to feel isolated being married to PTSD, so I just wanted to say thank you for taking time to record all of these episodes. I have two I have two left, and I'm saving them, or I'm taking my time because I don't want them to be over. But it's helped me feel less embarrassed, and I want and have more compassion. So thank you. 
Army 101, <laughs> Army 101st yeah. combat vet here. Oh my God. Look, my, I have goosebumps galore. I just thought that was the sweetest thing. And then I told her, you know, you know, busy life. We're just going to get, we're trying to get to record this week sometime. And then she sent me a little screenshot of Aww. her listening to our podcast in her car. Like, isn't that so sweet? And then she said, I'm so glad you guys are going to request or they record more. I was bummed and I thought you guys were done, but I'm so thankful to have found it. I sent an email a few weeks ago during a rough season. So happy to know that there's more to come. And I said, oh no, I'll read it. I'm so glad you didn't give up on us. It's hard finding time. And she's like, I absolutely understand. My sister and I recorded 10 episodes of Praying Sisters. So shout out to that one. But um, they have not had time to record in months and they still haven't posted them yet. So what um, they have a podcast called Praying Sisters? Yes, but they Ooh. haven't posted yet. Oh, so they've recorded, but they 10? have like ten. I said post them, and she said we eventually will. So look out for that, guys. So that way we can support yeah our vet wives. Um, but so I mean, we very much hate not being able to podcast as much as we wanted to originally. Yeah, it's just hard to get time. That, um, and this whole thing was born because I felt, I like all of us, I felt so alone. I was like, I'm the only one mm-hmm. in this whole town, maybe the state, going through this. There's nobody else. Yeah, that's what I felt. Because it it's such a secret thing. Yeah. So we need to, we're, I mean, I know we say it literally every single time. We're going to try to we do need better. To get better. We'll do better. We're going to try. Okay, sorry. We need to learn how to save up 10 and then publish it. I know. <laughs> and also, guys, if anybody on here that's listening is some kind of whiz of the um, podcasting, the podcasting world. world, we would love for you to reach out and help us. Like, we just don't know. But I did get a um, message from a wife that I talked to. Um, I think I've talked about her. Well, I know I talked about her before. But she is one that really only messages me when she wants to vent because she doesn't have other people to vent to, which I'm totally fine with. Um, But what she did do is made us a Facebook page called, hold on, because I guess we were a page or something before and now she made us a group. So people can find us and post anonymously if they want. But it is called Married to PTSD, the support group. So it's just like the picture on it is our um, <gasps> podcast. Our yeah. And then so it's our podcast page. But this is like I'm the admin on there. Oh, okay. She just made it so that way people can find us better. Because I think we have like five people on our Facebook page. I'm okay with that. So Married to PTSD, it's a group on Facebook. So find that. And then we will... Um, Chantel will. <laughs> I will um, get back to you guys. And then that way other other mamas can, or other wives can talk and share and get together and do all the things. All right. Okay. Back to this. Sorry. Astray. Um, so side. She had the Facebook. So this one will also come with something at the end. I think there's an email. So we've got B Call. I, 
weird. Okay, so I'm going to start over. Hey, guys. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to start off by saying your podcast has been such a blessing. I think you are doing absolutely amazing. I am looking for a little bit of direction in my relationship. My boyfriend was in the Army and was deployed multiple times and is now a law enforcement. Oh, you know that one. He struggles with PTSD from the military and his current job. He also struggles with TBI. I feel like the last few years have been a roller coaster ride and he's going through a rough patch again currently. I want to help him and work with him to figure it all out. I am just not sure how to do that. He gets extremely angry and irritated with me, but then turns around and acts like nothing ever happened and we are the happiest couple on earth. I try to, okay, so I'm going to stop right there. I know that one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's not talk about what just happened. Oh, see, and- it never happened. Yeah. And I would do that. I'm like, nothing just happened. Yeah. So Josh is the opposite because, like, say if we start fighting, he's like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to go in there and be fake with you. And I'm like, are you sure? Can we just go smile and take oh, a yeah. picture and leave? That's, um, but no. that's exactly what we did. Like, I just put so on a happy funny. face and just keep going and act like that. Just that angry outburst just did not take place. And when I say angry outburst, I feel like we're downplaying that. I mean, it's <laughs> like the worst... Your yeah. body is shaking. You cannot believe this person just said all these words to you. And now you're going to walk into another room mm-hmm. and act like none of that happened. I got pretty good at it. So, yes. I know exactly what we're talking about. So, we're going back to it. I try to just let mo- um, let most of it go. Yeah, I know that one. And try to talk through the really bad stuff with him um, to see how... It is coming off and affecting him and those around him, but he just doesn't see it and then feels super guilty and gets upset with, gets upset for bringing it up and shuts me out. Yeah, it's a cycle and I know it will take time and there will definitely be good days and bad days, but sometimes I just don't know how to communicate with him and I catch myself spiraling and not knowing what to do or even if I am the problem and making things worse for him. Would love to hear your thoughts and advice you can provide to help in the cycle and help him heal. Thanks again for all you do. Be call. Um, yeah. You're not the problem. No. Nope. Let's start with that first. They'll make you think that sometimes, yep. but you are not the problem. Um, it just, I don't know. There is no getting through it until he's ready yeah. to get through it. Seriously. So like there's. That's why I'm saying to all of you when you're like, I don't know what to do. Until they're ready, you can't. So work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, for me, that was going to the gym, um, reading my Bible more. Like, it would just became building me up because I couldn't build him up. He wouldn't let me. Yeah. And then, I mean, I know that ours are different because, like, my coping was, like, I'm over it. Like, I can't do this with you anymore. I now have the five-second rebound rate because I don't have the energy to fight and hold on to it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I just can't. Like, And I know that like, he's going to be over it. And even if it's 20 minutes or half a day, like, mm-hmm. I just can't then stay mad. And so that was one of the um, pieces of advice that I had for uh, my friend that messages me um, is that, like, you – because, like, she would hold on to things and, like, they would – start staying like separately and it was just like a whole thing and so she's like I just like I just have to get over like I because now that she Mm -hmm. like listens to us and now she's getting more into it she's like you're right like I just can't yeah I was like I'm like you five second rebound rate I don't know why that is I it's hard but I do and I'm like okay let's just keep going Mm -hmm. 
because mm-hmm. life's too short. Yeah. We have a family. You can't hold on. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a birthday party in five minutes. <laughs> Pull it together. Let's get our stuff together. <laughs> There's nothing else that you can stay and do. Yes. Yeah. I get um, that. But I also get if you're in the period of it's just not stopping. I have been there where it's day after day and you're walking on eggshells and there are no good days. Right. That's the worst part. That is the worst part. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to just what maneuver is, through it. Yes. There's no book. There's no book. That's why we there's wanted. There's a podcast, but there's not a book. Yeah, that's why we wanted your <laughs> I'm sure guys' there are actually books, though. I mean, are there? And then I want to know, did you live through it? Yes. More than likely, I don't want somebody telling me advice yeah. that has no freaking clue, which is why we wanted your guys' emails mm-hmm. because it's not just – our sto- two stories are very different. Right. But everybody's story and, helps. And again, like, we know – like, yes, this is – we did this because we're married to PTSD from military PTSD. But this podcast, I feel like – like, I have friends that have PTSD or they didn't know – the things that they were dealing with with their husbands or what, you know, kind of like what their story was. And so now that they've heard somebody else talk about it, it's easier for them to connect, if that yeah. makes sense. So even though, like, I have I have a couple friends who their husbands were not in the military, but they listened to us because, well, first off, I'm sure they think we're hilarious. Oh, my gosh. And I don't know how. I, and by the way, I listened to our podcast at the pool, and I don't like how my voice sounds. You're ridiculous. <laughs> it was, it's a good. I don't like it. In the first one, when I'm talking like this, oh, and I don't know why. Your voice was a little on the different side <laughs> during that, but I'm not judging you. Um, hold on. I'm going to pull up, because I know that she had messaged as well as what we have written down. Oh, yeah. So um, with B-Call, she also did an email. Which is what we have in our notes as soon oh, as Chantel. He says email. I know. Chantel pulls it up. I don't know. And um, this is the email. Was there another email? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you wrote email. Because you told me no, to. I told you to write Facebook on this one. Oh, all right. So okay. we're done with that. Okay. I think it was just email, maybe. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we're going to, guys, so what we're going to do right now is so, yes, this is a little bit longer of an episode, um, but we're going to get off of this one. And we're going to post it so y'all can listen to it. And then we're going to make another one. It won't be as long, though. It won't be as long. Because I got to go. Because <laughs> it's a birthday party to get to. I mean, legit. <laughs> and then in about an hour, we have... Um, uh, Logan has a... We have to leave to go to Lebanon because Logan has a tournament Oh. tonight. Oh. So the first... The You're games, still in baseball? Yeah, because it's a tournament. Oh. So we... Oh. His first game today is at 4.15. Mm-hmm. Then 6.45. Well, that's fun. And then 8.15. Wow. There were seven and eight. Are you coming in with your um, my bog wheelie bag? wagon? Yeah, I have my wagon and then I have my bog bag. Do you know what a bog, bog <sighs> yes, bag is? Yes, I've seen those. They're hideous. No, they're not. Mine's maroon. I know I'm not in the club. I know so I'm not in the club. You I see put, them everywhere. You can put all the things in at it. At the pool. I'm good. Guys, listen. I'm good. Look at bog bags. They're amazing. I have, I think, oh, I don't know what it's called. It's maroon, but they have like some kind of special name for it. I am not spending that money on a bog it's, bag. I love it. I'm glad you do. I can use it for all the things. If I had a free one, I'm sure I would carry it. But I'm not paying money I'm, for it. And I'm not going to get you one. So, yeah, I don't I don't blame you. So, I have a bog bag, a wagon, and a chair that has, like, it, like it's, like, a fold chair, but it rocks. Oh, my mom has one of those. It's nice. It has, like, hydraulics on it. Yeah, she has yeah. that. Oh, okay. lovely. All right. So, <laughs> um, we will be coming at you soon. 
And please email us your stories. Or again, if you've already emailed us and you have something else to say, we'll read it. Um, <laughs> married to PTSD at yahoo.com. Yep, sure is. That is. That's what it is. All right. Yeah, yes, married to PTSD at Yahoo. And don't forget to go to Facebook and look up the group. So it's a group called Married to PTSD. And you'll see our picture on there. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.